and welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy of a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, previously you will have heard... The only words that you can recognize at the end of the dream are, where are you? And then you wake up. And suddenly, instead of being in the stands, you're in the cockpit, desperately struggling to get it open, desperately trying to get away. And as the first pod racer hits the pod that you sabotaged, you hear the scream of crumpling metal and shattering glass, and you wake up. That was a shitty dream. They say, we don't need to come in conflict. We're just here for the Bothan. So I did roll uh, critical hits for everybody that got critically hit, but um, the two people who were downed uh, by those strikes uh, need to, I need to roll critical hits for them again. These are going to be at a plus 20. Oh, um, so mean? Okay, so critical hits, when you are critically hit, uh, something happens. Like, they, they don't do extra damage, they impose some kind of effect. Uh, for yeah. instance, uh, if I remember correctly, Kiyama is... I'm like slightly dazed. is slightly dazed. Yeah, everything yeah. is going to be at um, with it, everything is going to receive an obstacle until the end of the combat. Uh, Mia rolled a stun, which means that she couldn't take any actions on her next turn, uh, which is not relevant because she is unconscious currently. Yeah. Um, so I need I was Mia. Yelling at you about that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so I need Mia and Eshka to roll a die 100 again, and we're going to add 20 to the result, which is going gotcha, to. Okay impose another critical hit because you have been dropped. So if I got an 107, that means I'm doing great, right? Um, so the official entry for 107 is horrific injury. Oh, no. Darn it. What about 33? That's the age Jesus was when he died. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Celia, Celia's brandy's all gone. Um, uh, the, I actually the, have it because it's still really hot, so I haven't had any of it yet, actually. The thirty, the 33 is stunned, Ashka, so you're going to be stunned next turn for whatever that matters. Okay. Where is Sigmata so whatever, on Whatever this table? intense wound you give me, can it please be dashing at the very least? Does she get the Skywalker scar? I lose a hand! Uh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, your critical injury is going to affect your cunning. Oh, shit. What does that mean? It says, until this critical injury is healed, treat that characteristic as one point lower. So Your I'm cunning just... is one point lower. Yeah, based on How whatever injury. Or do we, like, is, so in this particular case, since cunning is like a, a thing that comes out of my head, can we assume that like Mia is concussed or something? Yeah, okay. that sounds about right. Um, we don't... Mm-hmm. You took a you took a very bad head injury. You can decide what that looks like aesthetically. How's that sound? Okay. Um, it was a blaster fire. Yeah, it was a blast. It was an automatic blaster rifle. Okay, I think I got blasted in the side of the head. Okay, like oh. not enough to like actually do anything that kills me. But, like I got out of the way enough, but enough that there's like probably some blood gushing or no because it probably cauterized immediately because that's what blasts do 
Okay. So I'm not gushing blood. But I this might have lost a- some hair. Ooh, I definitely lost some hair. Mm. Everybody's getting new haircuts. Side, I, I'm going to have like a permanent like side undercut. Hey, you'll be like me. Yeah. Mine's not permanent though, but mine's <laughs> so, probably some scar tissue. <laughs> this is also the first critical injury that's going to take some time to heal. Uh, previous critical injuries were just encounter or you know turn dependent. Uh, this is going to take repeated medicine checks potentially to resolve. Yeah, I'm kind of assuming that if it's potentially like a concussion, it might be like a concussion in that it would take several days to actually heal, and I'd have to be careful with it. Yeah, we can talk mechanics of actually fixing it up after this encounter. Sounds should you su- should you survive through it? Thanks, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now up, Lumia, um, but I think that your turn just goes. Yeah, by. I mean, am I up? I might still be on the ground, but um. Yeah, you are you are concussed and unconscious until some other some outside force acts to resolve those conditions. Uh, similar with Eshka. However, before VC-20 acts, uh, B-13 is going to run off of the ship. You fucker. Oh, he, oh, he came off of the ship. I thought yes. he ran off with the ship. I was... <laughs> yeah, he, he, just, he just leaves with Palpy Chip. I was... Fuck you guys. That like innocent Obi-Wan face that is the picture that Brian chose for, for uh, Roll20. The folks at home. See you chumps later. Yeah, that's why I said. Look you at all the fucks I give, Anakin. Look at them. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. So he is going to run off of the ship, and you may actually still be mad, uh, Kiyama, because he um, has a lightsaber. Oh, the punk! Uh, I'm not going to say no to help. I am not that dumb, but yes, I am still angry. He has one of the red lightsabers. <laughs> I give him a glare to... as he comes up, just like oh, he's not paying any attention. He's he's running by. He's uh, <laughs> he is shirtless and wearing like sweatpants. And in this snow, he is uh, also barefoot. Are we sure he's not a Skywalker? Because <laughs> that's some Skywalker bullshit. That is some Skywalker. That's definitely not some Kenobi bullshit. Is what that is. Well, he slept late, so. All right, let's well, let's see what he can do. Uh, he got three successes on his lightsaber attack, and he is not trained in it, so he's doing fairly well. Um, he's gonna drop this guy. Oh, thank God. Uh, the the bounty hunter, the leader with the blaster rifle, is uh, is dropped. B thirteen uh, hits him on his weak side where the arm is missing digging deeper still into the torso and the bounty hunter drops uh, the automatic blaster rifle scattering across the icy steps from nerveless fingers. VC20, that's going to bring you up. Did we decide that using a stim pack was an, a maneuver? Yes. Okay. And you can take two maneuvers if you don't also move? Uh, you can also move if you spend strain. Okay. Um, you can you can replace an action with a maneuver, which would give you two maneuvers in a turn, and you can always spend three strain to take one extra maneuver. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to just be uh, indiscriminately administering stim packs right now. Just making just making those rain. Yep. Okay. One on each of the downed allies. All right, and that uh, repairs 
It's five. Five wounds get, yeah. on the first use each? Correct. Okay. Yeah, um, it's like five, four, three, two, one, essentially. Right. If you use it in quick succession, if you wait a day in between, it will always be five, but... Hmm. Got it. So that's going to bring Eshka up to three because she was two wounds uh, under threshold. And that should, I believe... Mia, I don't know if you tracked that. Um, so we will put you at five. Great. And uh, VC20 to... I suppose to move back and you don't actually need to move back and forth. You can just turn. Um, so I'm not going to charge you strain since you're conveniently located right in between the two of them. Hurrah. Sorry. Um, was that, um, was that five for wounds or five for strain? Five for wounds. That's what I figured, but I wanted to double check cause my brain was like. Mm-hmm. Kiyama. Mm-hmm. My turn. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. I'm going to move forward like the brazen person I am um and I'm going to I'll, I'll let you decide for flair um I want to attack are, are these two like are they spread out amongst each other or are they like in- yeah they're they're fairly spread out remember each, oh, okay. each square is about 15 feet okay then I will engage with this one the one right in front of me mm-hmm. if they're not close to each other and just uh, go ham okay. for like as long if they're not running away, kind of thing. No, they're not. Okay. Um. And are you guys okay if I use a light side point, or how many do we have? Yeah, we have three. Are you guys okay if I use one? Uh, I'm totally fine if you use one. Okay. I yeah, want to. We could use it. All right. So All right. I will. How remind me again how I do this? How you do what? Uh, use a light side point. I mark it okay. down, or however. How do I do it? You you can just lower the destiny pool number. It's not letting me edit it. Oh, okay, then I will edit it and I'll force player update. No problem. So you now have two light side points. Okay. Um, why isn't my sheet working? Okay. Um, and I can add a yellow dice to this roll is that how it works you can upgrade one of your dice to yellow you can either add a green or upgrade an existing green into a yellow okay um oh boy um okay then i will add another yellow or i'll upgrade to a yellow so i would have three yellows and one green and so i do that up at the top in the dice pool yeah you're gonna have to hand jam it like that okay so three and one and roll did it go through it didn't let me hang on. I'm oh, afraid. Oh, there it is. Oh, hot damn. Holy shit. Oh, wait. You have a million more dice than you're supposed to. Oh, how did oh, oh, explain it? <laughs> okay. So that's like, damn. All right. So let me try. Hang on. Let me try this again. Um, so, so you're making a lightsaber attack, right? Yeah. Hang on. I'm just trying to figure out how does. Okay. I figured out what to do. All right. Hang on. Let me reroll. Okay. There we okay. go. Okay. All right, still good. Not nine successes and a triumph. Good, but <laughs> we know what need we need to get to that point. Yeah. Okay. So with two successes, um, a lights and uh, let's see, two threat, uh, a lightsaber is going to inflict seven points of damage mm-hmm. to this guy. And you said mine has. Hang on, I'm just because you gave me my lightsaber stats. Yeah. So bo- both of your. It'll um, ignore his 10, po- 10 points of soak. Yes. So. Uh, that's the big thing, is it ignores 
basically all of his soak. The Sunder you can only trigger when you have two advantage. Which triggers a critical, right? Uh, yeah, that's kind of that's the thing. That's kind okay. of the thing with the properties is they're basically additional options outside of inflicting criticals that you can you can oh, right, 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 right. essentially. Cool, cool. That's fine. Perfect. Um, sorry, I lost my place on these guys' stats. Let me get back to that real quick. She's in a brawler mood tonight, and it feels good. Okay. So that is... That is going to drop him. Yes. And then she's just going to... Like, with one swing, he falls, and she's just going to kind of stand there and look between the other two. Just to sort of like a... Come on. What's up? What's yeah. the fuck's up? You, you really want to do this? Okay. <clears throat> All right, so... I'm going to spend a dark side point. It makes me very nervous every time you say that. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be an attack on Kiyama. That is going to hit. Are you going to try and do any reflection, Oh, Kiyama? I'm going to reflect, yeah. Okay, how's your strain looking? Um, I'm feeling a bit strained, but I'm I'm okay. Okay. And I can, um, I have, it'll be, um... Reduce the damage by four before my soak. Okay. Um, so that's going to be two that gets by you after your reflection. Okay. And this guy's actually going to be, he's going to be firing as he moves up, uh, putting him next to you in B13. Okay. To just I will illustrate say- his placement. Um, and he is actually going to grab the body of the bounty hunter. Oh, shit. And <laughs> that start dragging it. Um, he is working very hard, like, to do a fighting retreat, basically. The next guy is going to, unhindered by his boss, also start beating a retreat and shooting as he goes. He is going to be shooting past you, Kiyama, at B13, maybe, eventually, once the dice start cooperating. Come on. Any day now. (laughs) All right. Oh boy. Uh, B13 tries to mimic your reflect move, Kiyama, uh, but he is unable. He doesn't, he just doesn't have the training. Uh, and he takes a shot. There we go. Ooh, a triumph. Oh. No, I can't, I can't use that one. I'm ignoring both of those. I already started describing the other role. Um, he takes a shot directly above his saber arm, and his red lightsaber drops from his hand as he uh, shouts out in pain and the, you know, the beam of red light swirls across the snowy catwalk and starts melting ice around it, huge gouts of steam coming up from around the blade. Lumia, you are up. You are conscious again. I am. I'm conscious. I'm uh, a little disoriented because of the- Confused. A little less cunning, a little less sharp than I usually am. Um, But I think I have the wherewithal to acknowledge that there were people who were shooting at us and Mm -hmm. I should shoot at them now. Okay. So I'm going to shoot. What do I shoot with? Ranged light, correct? If it's my blaster. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's better than I've ever rolled in my life. Oh. Yeah, because you rolled too early. I couldn't clear the... Oh, fine. Okay. Go ahead and <laughs> roll again. have this moment, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it felt good. Listen, right. I, I still hey. rolled well. I just didn't roll any pows. Okay. No, I had a pow. I have one pow in there. No. Yeah, but, but it's it canceled. canceled out. 
by the failure. Yep. By the failure. Okay. Uh, so you have built up a massive amount of advantage. Other people that shoot at that guy are going to receive two bonus dice. Um, in addition to nice. the one that I gave you because he's dragging his leader. Um, basically, your fire has pinned him down so completely that um, people are going to be able to... Anyone who attacks him from here on out with a ranged weapon is going to be able to shoot at him much more effectively. Eshka. Was I understanding correctly earlier that I am now like functionally at one hit point? You're at three hit points. Three, okay. Oh, three above the soak threshold. Okay, mm. cool. Does that mean I'm conscious? Yeah, you're conscious, yep. Wee, okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... You haven't felt this good since Darth Veleman's lightsaber lit you on fire. Exactly. <laughs> um... This is extremely unfortunate. <laughs> um, because what I really want to do is, you know, fire up Palpy Ship and have everybody get on board and run the fuck away. But it has been pointed out to me that that's probably a bad idea, considering that our engines aren't all working. Yeah, Palpy Ship is up on blocks right now. Yeah, so... <clears throat> gosh. Here's a question. Okay. Where on Palpy Ship are his weapons, and which directions can they point? Where are they not? <laughs> okay. Um, was so that he, you speaking, or was that Palpy Ship speaking on uh, that's me speaking. <laughs> uh, so Palpy Ship's main weapons are in front here, mm -hmm. and then on the sides. But then mm -hmm. these back here are secondary weapons. Palpy Ship has a lot of guns. Um, which directions can these guns point? Uh, they are not directable. They fire forward to... Ugh. That is that is one thing that basically all ships, except for the Millennium Falcon for some reason in Star Wars, have in common, is that they don't have turrets. The ships shoot forward. Full stop. Well, there goes my one possibly genuinely helpful idea. <laughs> um, okay. It was, it was it was a good idea. I do have yeah, to give that to you. It it just it would have been really gratifying and also helpful to blow up their ship. Mm -hmm. but, um. All right. L let's let's do this. I am going to. Uh, what is uh the hmm ha hmm ha? Sorry, I need to pull. <laughs> I need to pull up my combat tab. Um. What is how many squares again for uh medium ranged weapons? Let me double check that. I believe it's 12, but I want to be 100% sure. 12 squares? Yeah, that would be four range bands. Oh. Um, so that, that would hard. cover most things. Okay. Um, I want to double check that that is the case for those ranged weapons, though. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes I, I know the basics of the system fairly well, and it's a game that has a lot of narrative license to it, I suppose you might say. So yeah. sometimes you guys ask fiddly questions that I would know if if it were D and D, but like for this, I just haven't like found out because it's a lot of like rule of cool when it comes to super fine mechanics. I feel like yeah, which is fun compared, but D and D, especially five E, is very much a this is what you do for this, and it has it's pretty spelled out. Okay, it's going to be nine squares, Rebecca. I'm sorry. Okay, that's still fine. Um, so I am going to 
gremlin my way down the ramp okay. over here, and I'm going to shoot at this guy. Okay. Two, three, four, five. All right. Just perfect. Um, hold on. Let me add some modifiers because of Mia's uh, basically suppressive fire earlier. Yeah. All right. You are good to go. Go ahead and make your attack. Ooh-hoo! Ah, damn. Uh, four successes with your uh, light blaster pistol. Pew-pew. Pew-pew, indeed. Um, only two advantage built up, so no critical applies here. Really, it has a critical four? That's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, so what's going to happen then is you're going to inflict eight points of damage. Um, that's going to down him. You hit him right in the chest. Sorry, but also not sorry. Uh, VC20, you're now up. Um, at the end of my turn, can I duck back under the ramp? Uh, yeah, you've got one more square of movement. You can, like, duck back under Palpy Ship. Yeah, because I'm, I'm you still can... very uh, weak. Yeah. <laughs> you can hide behind the senator. Cool. Uh, VC20, it's now you. Um, so that automatic blaster that the bounty hunter was using, mm-hmm. did any of the other bounty hunters pick that up, or was it just laying on the ground? It's just lying on the ground. Uh, how close? Uh, it is in Kiyama's current square. Um, I don't see Kiyama anywhere. Yeah, that's an empty square. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, how about now? Okay, there she is. She's She's covered up the bounty hunter next to her. Got it. Interesting. So how many squares can we move? Uh, three. You can change range bands. And you can spend strain to move more? Yep. Three. How many more if I spend strain? Um, three more. You, you, can, you get to take a whole second maneuver. Okay. Um, can I pick... Is picking up an item a maneuver or just a thing you can do? I would rule that picking up and equipping a weapon would be a maneuver. Um, if you were just like picking it up and shoving it into your pocket as you ran, I would rule that an incidental. But since you're like picking it up, getting into your hands, like actually cradling it, getting ready to use it as a weapon, I, I would call that a maneuver. Okay. Hmm. Are you intending to fire it? I was, but I can't quite get to it and fire it. So you can, um, the, the gun is in this square. I, I think that you and I are seeing Kiyama in different places for some reason. Are you okay. in the square that I'm currently pinging? Yes. Okay, then if you make it to that square, you can spend your strain, pick it up, and shoot it from there. Okay. Um, I'm just now seeing Kiyama move around the map. I did that, <laughs> so that way it would... So he gotcha. could see. Okay. Um, so, like, how generous is this game with accidentally shooting your friends? Um, it is completely up to me, depending on the... Generally speaking, it is difficult to give give me sufficient narrative license to do that, and it is worth noting that I currently have no dark side points. All right, then. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to try to shoot the one that's leaving. Okay. <laughs> the automatic. Um, so, VC20, give me a ranged heavy. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. No fucking way. <laughs> I endorse violence. Appreciate that VC20 <laughs> is our buffest character. I don't think that's true, but... Um, so with two successes, Senator, uh, you are going to deal 10 damage to this organic. 
Um, you cut him apart with automatic <laughs> blaster fire. Uh, you oh obliterate him uh, and part of the snow-covered wall behind him. Uh, you you sort of lose control of the trigger for a second, I will say, and pump several dozen blaster bolts into the, this area. When the puffs of snow and steam clear, the mangled body is lying on the ground, and behind him is a shattered and carved out section of concrete wall. Um, and I have to, I have to, I have to paint this picture for everybody. Remember, VC twenty is wearing a leather jacket and has brass knuckles on. Yeah, it's. Is he also wearing sunglasses <laughs> by any chance? He is now. <laughs> They manifested out of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this um, this actually changes the arc of the story non-trivially. Um, especially it changes Eshka's arc rather significantly. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take about five minutes to smoke and try and recalibrate. <laughs> <laughs> Godspeed, sir. That's actually perfect timing because my dinner's about to get here, so I'd need to duck out. But... I have to... Chris, you keep killing people. <laughs> in, all, in, in all of my games, Chris just murders Beast. plot. He does. I'm proud of him. The plot juggernaut. Him. The jugger plot. <laughs> the jugger plot. <laughs> Alright, I'll be, I'll be back in five minutes. You, you literally mowed down part of the story with an automatic rifle. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry for I, breaking the campaign. Did you not think we Rah. would try to kill them all? No, I, I, I knew you would. Um, but I thought that they would get away with his body. Oh. Um, because since he's a, he's a nemesis to your character, he takes a while to die. Um, but not he's making it... Not making it back to the ship and not receiving medical aid is going to render him dead in this moment. Oh. So he has died instead of being able to return. Whew! Is what that comes down to. And now I know the kind of caliber of enemy you can handle. There was also no. one other... There was also... Don't, <laughs> don't no. say that! There was also one other surprise, but I imagine you guys are going to find it relatively soon, so I will give it a, su a surprise for the moment. Oh, boy. Okay. I, this is going to have some impact on my re-election campaign. <laughs> I'm not sure what. Yeah, if any holography comes out of you just gunning people down, <laughs> it's hard to say whether the Wookiees are going to be more in support of you or less. In well, any Wookiees case, probably more, but yeah. like everyone else, unsure. Yeah, it's definitely going to give you a different reputation in the Senate, that's for sure. But you, your esteem did just go up in palpy ship size. Like, he thinks you're pretty cool now, probably. In any case, made. yeah. <laughs> in any case, there are now three bodies that have been made. Or, excuse me, four bodies that have been made. The scene of conflict is suddenly eerily quiet as steam and snow pour up and down in opposite directions against each other. The heat of blaster fire mixing and being washed away by the cold wind of the blizzard that you're standing in. So Kiyama is going to uh, reach out with the force and call the 
lightsaber back to the red lightsaber on the ground back to her hand and deactivate it um, before sending it back to B-13. And kind of like in his good hand, that wasn't shot. Kind of. Yeah, he catches it and he looks at you with his lopsided face and just nods. He puts it back on his belt. And I say, you want to be a Jedi? Come on. And she's going to start walking towards the bounty hunter ship. Okay. He is going to follow him. What are other folks doing? Shka is going to come out from under the ramp and uh, is going to say, well, who wants breakfast? She's going to start heading back up inside Palfi's ship. <laughs> like nothing happened. Okay. And then Kiyama, because I'm guessing she heard that, is going to turn around when she hears Eshka say that and be like, Eshka, get over here. And Eshka like puts her ears back. Like sheepishly and like creeps down to the bottom of the ramp with her tail between her legs. You know ships, right? Yeah. We need to get on this one. What? Why? Can't we we should just fix Palpy ship and go. And Kiyama just sort of like narrows her eyes at her. Uh Eshka, you can feel something radiating off of Kiyama. It suddenly starts to fit that maybe this was maybe this woman really is a powerful jedi yeah i make my way over (laughs) vc20 mia what are you guys doing i guess there's kind of a line of people waiting to talk to ashka and kiyama has leapt to the front of it by being a magic space monk (laughs) um i think mia is just gonna sit down and be really disoriented still for a while like i think that I think she's, I think she sort of rubs her head. Everyone, I, I, I don't know where VC20 is, um, but I think she's aware that like um, Ashka and Kiyama are too far away for her to help. There are two VC20s standing about 25 feet from you. Yeah, there are two of them. And she's going to go, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to sort of wave a hand, like not very coordinatedly. And she's going to call Senator. Do you have a, a med pack or stim pack or something? Um, so I got an emergency medical kit. I'm trying to remember how that works. And I think she's just going to sort of be like, I'm seeing double. And I think she's going to then point to her head and be like, that probably, but she like doesn't know what word she's going to use. So she just like keeps pointing at her head and like waving her hand around a little bit. It's hurty. It hurts. So if I have an emergency med pack, how would I go about using that? Essentially, what that will do is that instead of a fixed amount, like with the stim packs, it's equivalent to the number of successes generated by your medicine roll. Remember that because of some of your past experiences with organics, you have a bonus on medicine tests vis-a-vis humans, chis, and bothans. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to do that once the dice are set up. Okay, are you going to try and treat her concussion or treat um, some of her, like, wounds, like her damage? Um, I'm trying to get a feel for how good emergency med packs are. Like, is this, like, the kind of first aid kit you keep in your car? If so, that's probably not going to treat a concussion. Yeah, it's along those lines. Um, so I will try to deal with the non-concussion. Okay. Uh, then the dice are set and you can make a medicine check. All right, so that is not going to cure any wounds. 
um, but it is going to recover two strain on Mia. You're still very hurt, but like VC20 is taking care of you. You, your head is clear enough to realize that like you are out in the cold wearing a big t-shirt and bunny slippers. Maybe you should head back onto Palpy ship. And no pants. No pants. Um, yeah, I think she's gonna, so I think she's gonna stand. I imagine it is not a particularly pleasant experience for her. No, but your vision, your vision seems to have cleared. You're, you're no longer as like dangerously impaired. Um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I think that she's going to sort of like hold out a hand and like very slowly start to move, leaning against the wall as she goes. Okay. And I DC think- 20 offers a hand. Oh, thank you. And she definitely accepts it. Um, and I think that she's aware that like once she's back in palpy shit, it is less bright and that is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she just goes back to her cabin and climbs into her bed and like closes her eyes and like I'm imagining she's trying to take a nap or whatever and like as she's napping she remembers her dream where okay. someone who is related to her was asking where she was and I think she sort of like clings to that a little bit because she knows that she's disoriented but she also knows it'll be okay and that people are trying to find her. I like that. Yeah, you can get some sleep and you can bounce back a little bit. Uh, it'll recover all of your strain and you're going to get one wound back. Um, circling back around, uh, Eshka and Kiyama, what are you doing uh, with, with these bounty hunters and their ship? Um, Kiyama's not exactly paying attention to anything on them right now, as far as the bodies go. Mm-hmm. Um, she's more interested in the ship. And is like, is there hatch down? Is it available to just walk in or what's the... Yeah, it's closed up. And she just sort of looks at Eshka and just sort of nods to the ship and is like, can you get us inside? Can I get us inside? Yeah, I mean, uh, Eshka, make me a mechanics test. You've gotten some successes. You realize that, you know, we've posited a world where ships have keys, essentially. Um, So all you need to do is find the key on one of these bodies. Oh, delightful. Um, I'll just look Kiyama dead in the eyes and say, we need the key. That's all. All right, let's look. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm going to make a perception test for both of you. Uh, Eshka first, since we're on, uh, on you. What is your perception, please? Mm-hmm. One rank and two green guys. And Kiyama? Uh, one yellow, one green. Okay. Uh, incredibly, Eshka, you don't really find anything. You're looking for through a bunch of bodies, and they are, well, they're gross. They're no, there's no real way around it. They're bodies, and it's awful, and these people were coming for you, and you can posit any kind of emotional state that, that evokes an Eshka, but you don't really find anything useful. You find a few blasters, but no keys. Uh, Kiyama, you find that the key was actually on the body of this one who was, you know, running over to the ship when he was downed. Uh, There is really not very much body left. In addition to the key, uh, you find that he was in possession of a thermal detonator. Ah, delightful. She pockets it. Okay. Uh, So you guys now have a thermal detonator and the key to this ship. Uh, Kiyama hands the key to Eshka. Uh, Eshka will try to open the ship. Yep, it opens easily. Cool! Uh, the hatch, uh, this portion right here, 
see that like blue dongly bit in the front actually opens upwards in between the two gun emplacements on a hinge back here. And the whole front of the ship, you realize, is actually the back of the ship. And you are able to get on board. Okay. Um, Kiyama is looking for, and she would use Eshka's help for this, I'm looking for any sort of data on where they came from, like any communications of maybe how did they find us? Where did they come from? Not worried so much about their names specifically, but is trying to find more trajectory information. Okay. Um, I would like both of you to give me computers for that. Uh, Kiyama, this is a very stressful process for you. Um, you and Eshka are on the ship for a little over an hour trying to dig through things, and you get a frustrating result that I will describe in a moment. Uh, Eshka, you, on the other hand, feel great. Uh, people <laughs> shooting at you. People are bad. People shooting at you are worse. Uh, but machines, computers, this is awesome. Uh, so, Kiyama, I'm going to take one strain from you. Eshka, I'm going to give one strain to you. Okay, so once we've kind of found what information we can on the ship, which I don't know what it is, but mm -hmm. um, I think she'll... Kiyama will head back to Palpy ship with B-13 okay. and Eshka, or depending on what Eshka wants to do. So the total flight log uh, for this mission um, is kind of long and convoluted. Um, they started in Nal Hutta. It looks like this is a hut-employed bounty hunter. Started in Nal Hutta, worked their way up through across a, across a couple of hyperlanes, had a layover essentially in Junkfort Station, worked their way up uh, to Kalula. We're in Felucia for about three days. Came directly to Kalamax. Um, stopped in the city that you guys stopped in. And then came up and found you at the pole. Yep. That would definitely give Kiyama strain. That would definitely do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Then in uh, typical Kiyama fashion, she's going to... Uh, wordlessly lead the way back onto Palpy ship. Okie dokie. She is in pain physically and stressed. All right. Um, Eshka, you got a triumph when I rolled for you. So you find a little something extra. Um, oh. There is a cred stick on board um, that has been depleted. There's like a note next to the balance says cost of doing business. Uh, there, it used to have 500 credits on it. Now it has 200, but you, you know, you still have a cred stick with 200 credits on it. Oh, okay. And you don't need to tell Kiyama. <laughs> I don't know. All right. That will put everyone back onto Palpy ship. Um, it is now, there are probably about two hours until dawn. It is still pretty dark outside and very cold. Uh, I am going to say that uh, Mia is going to be out of commission in this upcoming day. She's not going to effectively be able to assist with the mechanics. But because you have a ship out there, Eshka, if you want, you can scavenge pieces from it to make your job of rebuilding Palpy ship easier. 
I would love to do that. Okay. Um, and when Kiyama comes back on to Palpy Ship, she's going to get a stim pack from uh, VC20 and mm-hmm. use all of it. Okay. You're just going to pound 15 wounds back into yourself? Yeah, because I'm hurting. <laughs> Remember when I um, bought supplies, I bought everyone besides me two stim packs? Yes. Oh, yeah. I should probably use one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably use some of those, too, because I still have wounds, even if I'm not planning on being able to heal my, uh, what's it called? Your grief, your, your, your ghastly wound. I forget exactly the terms critical, they used. Critical injury. And Horrific and then, injury is the result you rolled. I forget. How much do the stim packs? They'll give you a total of 15, though you already used cool. five on one of the ones, so you would use 10. You can get 10. You can okay. get 10 more back. I only need seven. There are also a couple of liters of Bacta on the ship. Oh. I bought three liters of Bacta when we were at the truck stop. Why is it that Mia always rolls really bad? Uh, VC20, recall that uh, Palpy Ship does have droid repair kits on board. That seems like something I should use, um, since I have two. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also pretty much dead. Um, you find ten emergency repair kits on board. Uh, each of which re- recovers three wounds. Is it polite or intrusive for me to offer to help repair him? That seems up to him. Um, it seems polite. Okay. Eshka will offer. Thank you. Well, that's a really nice scene. Yeah, I mean, you can't reach your back. I can see your back. It's all good. Eshka hops up onto the table in the uh, common area and is repairing VC20's back. So you said there are ten and they each repair three? Mm-hmm. Can I just keep pounding those down, or...? <laughs> the same with stim packs, you can use up to a maximum of five per day. Okay. Um, I would need four to get back to max anti-wounds. Okay. <laughs> All right, so there are six droid repair kits left. Um, I believe that everybody pretty much has used one of their two stim packs, and that just leaves whatever people are going to do with their day, probably hanging out and be recovering while Eshka runs back and forth gremlin-like between the two ships to fix up Palpy ship. Yep. Does that sound like an accurate description of how this is going to go? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, so just as before, uh, we are looking to reach a target number of uh, repair successes on Palpy ship to get him going again. Um, Eshka, your... Target has not changed, but because of the presence of a ship you can scavenge from, um, instead of sort of ad hocing things out of the wires and fuses that you purchased at Spadios back and being able to wholesale replace things, uh, I'm going to give you a bonus die to your mechanics check. So please give me that now. Hey, for success. Hey, hey, hey. Very nice. Okay. Um, so that fixes up Palpy Ship's engines completely. You can take him down off of blocks, essentially, but uh, the hyperdrive and a couple of weapon systems are still pretty damaged. Uh, Eshka, you can also give me a perception test, please. Hey! Wow, just knocking him out of the park. So with three successes, you realize that as you're repairing these things, this is not, like, the damage that someone would receive in hyperspace. Um, This is not due to Mia's reckless piloting or astrogation. 
This is damage that you've only seen once before from somebody who was trying to smuggle past an Imperial Remnant barricade. Uh, this is from you guys being forced out of hyperspace in Boda Jeff by whatever technology they use to maintain blockades. Oh. Basically, you were passing... Th- you- so don't get me wrong, Mia was sort of at fault because you guys should have not been going back through Boda Jeff. But the fault, is, the cause of this damage and strain on Palpy's ship is because essentially he hit like one of those strips of nails and blades that police use to keep people from running away during high-speed chases. Um, he hit like some kind of hyperspace barrier was shoved out into real space extraordinarily damaged okay the reason all this is relevant is because you know this is the kind of dangerous thing that people might want to know that the imperial remnant can do you've seen similar damage before and it's been suspected but you basically have confirmation staring you in the face that they have some kind of means of forcing ships in an area out of hyperspace Oh, okay. So this is, you know, like novel to me. Yeah, this is novel technology. You're kind of putting Ooh. this together. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tell everybody about this, uh, which I think is going to look like Eshka kind of just poking her head like back up into kind of the what passes as the common area on Palby's ship and just yelling, Hey, did you know they forced us out of hyperspace at Bodajef? On purpose? What the heck? And then she kind of just goes back to working. <laughs> okay, no. So Kiyama is just like, who's struggling to come to terms with a lot of things and still has many questions for Eshka as soon as she stops running around fixing the ship. But Kiyama knows that is the most important thing right now. So she's not distracting her. Mm-hmm. But when she's just going to like look up like with her mouth open to respond and then would then just when Eshka leaves, she's just going to sit back and just be like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> One of many, many things we will talk about later. Seriously. Uh, Eshka, you are very close to fixing Palpy's ship uh, in its entirety. Uh, please give me another mechanics roll. Let's see if we can uh, finish making that happen. Alrighty. Uh... So you reached the end of the day um, not being able to make as much progress as you were hoping. You're still not going to be able to leave entirely, uh, but you know you could <sighs> you could do atmospheric transit again if you wanted to. Um, just a few more things need tinkered around with with that ding dang hyperdrive. That ding dang hyperdrive. Uh, I will say I will say that uh, you're kind of you're you're not really able to push forward much more. Um, let me take that back. You can try again. Um, but I'm going to start imposing obstacles on you. Do you want to like work through dinner time and into the evening, try and see if you guys can do a late night takeoff, or are you going to try and save your strength and keep going the next day? Um, I don't think I don't. I don't know about a late night takeoff. I don't know if everybody's going to want to do that, but I want to try at least a little bit more. See sure. if I can figure it out. Yeah, you're just you know, you're getting a little fatigued and worn out, but it's worth another shot. Go ahead. Every every check is six hours of work, so... Okay. Um, one success is actually the amount that you were short by. Um, so, uh. you know, 18 hours of work, you know, starting at four in the morning, uh, local time, you 
you finish bone tired from a night of terrible disrupted sleep but uh you are at long last done you're finished thank goodness uh everybody else has had a nice day of uh recuperation and getting their stuff back together um so i'm gonna charge you three strain ashka oh okay would my strain recover Um, after a day of rest uh you need a you need a full long night's rest you need to sleep yeah you need to sleep and get that stress back so okay can i try some inspiring rhetoric yeah absolutely make an average 2d4 leadership check okay average average difficulty is set shit shit. um okay so each success causes one ally in close range to recover one strain Mm-hmm. And you could spend advantage to cause one affected ally to recover one additional strain. Okay. Um, so you can get two strain. You can get one strain back on two different allies, and then split up three more strain between them. Okay. Um, I will restore some to Eshka. Okay. Because of mechanics and uh, how Thank is B thirteen looking on strain? Um, he's pretty rough. He spent a bunch to. Uh, basically get out of the ship really fast. Um, I will give the others um, to him, actually. Okay. Um, he just needs... You have five total you can divvy up. Eshka is short, I believe, four. So if you want to top her off and then give him one, that should do the trick nicely. Sounds good. Alrighty. Uh, it is the end of the day. It is late at night. You guys... Um, Palpy ship is fixed up. So you... I, I no longer get to narratively bully you around and push you where I feel like. You guys get to tell me what's next. So Kiyama during the day is going to spend time either trying to sl- go to sleep again and find that dream again, or she's going to try and meditate and trying to figure out where the heck that place is. Um, I would also like to remember that the my Wookiee companions have been detained for reasons unclear to them yes so i would personally like to go check that out what do you plan to do about it vc20 are you going to try and communicate with bespin are you going to try and send reinforcements from coruscant um what do you think should be next some other option is bespin where they're detained yeah they are detained at cloud city i guess i will start by trying to communicate with bespin okay what uh what do you plan to say to them? I need to think of how to phrase this, since it's unclear why they have been detained. Yeah, I guess I basically just want to ask, you know, if there's a... Has my delegation arrived? Are you having any difficulties reaching them? Just kind of, not playing dumb exactly, but playing innocent. I mean, I don't think he's playing innocent. I think VC20 is innocent. Yeah. Despite Got- having just murdered a man. <laughs> he is a true innocent. Um, then I would like you to make a negotiation roll for me, please. Okay. Uh, three successes and an advantage is obviously a good roll. Um, but again, the, the lag time to Bespin sort of makes this subplot develop slowly by necessity. Um, I mean, it is in all likelihood like you can receive a response tomorrow what um what direction are all of these destinations we want to go to relative to each other well kiyama doesn't know where she wants to go yet she's trying to see if she can remember 
right on. So Kalamax is right there. And Bespin is here. Uh, Anoth for reference, right there. Uh, Felucia is right there. Okay, so they're not particularly in the same direction. No, not not really. That's inconvenient. Kiyama. Mm-hmm. Make me a vigilance test, please. Reach out, reaching out with your feelings. The feels. Okay. Success and a threat. So you remember what your dream looked like, right? Yeah, it was green and trees. Mm-hmm. Jungle. And there was a, a jungle. And there was a dark place. But I don't know if that was necessarily just like tree covers and shadows or just beyond the dream or what. You know what's a planet that is covered in jungle? Um, I know two potentially. Uh, Yavin and Felucia. Felucia. Fucking hell. Ugh. That's the sound she makes from her room as she remembers that. <laughs> you guys hear a giant groan emerge from the palace quarters. <laughs> just like, and muttered swearing. Just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Um, uh, she's going to stumble out of her room, I guess, as the day is finishing up. And yeah, you were meditating for a really long time. Uh, as you go back into the common area, you realize that there's like you see Eshka coming in, um, basically wiping her hands off. Um, it has been a long time that you have medi- been meditating so long that Eshka has finished with her repairs. Oh boy. Um, is Mia awake? That's a great question. Mia, are you awake? Um, I think technically I'm awake. I don't think, I mean, like, I think I'm still head injured. Yeah. So, like, I can't really do much. I might be able to follow a conversation, but... Yeah, it's, it's, your injuries have settled in from, settled down from, like, double vision, constant dizziness, nausea, into, yeah, like, just a... Yeah, like, a headache. Yeah, like a low, slow headache. You, you realize that you are acting, thinking slower than usual, but you've kind of, over the last 18 hours or so of naps and rest, you have kind of acclimated to your new normal. Yeah. Um, so when she comes out, she kind of purposefully gathers everybody, uh, or just like, you know, just to make sure everyone is there. And Kiyama says, all right, um, I think we all need to talk. Um, I, I don't know where to go next. And I think we all need to discuss before we decide where to go. Um, I, she kind of like laughs to herself. She's, I, you all know, when you first met me, I was running away as far as possible from Felucia. And I had a dream last night, uh, from someone I knew that I need to be there and I don't particularly I mean I want to go but I also don't so I understand if um, there might be other things to take care of first but and I'm worried to go there I, 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 these and she kind of gestures a thumb out to where like the dead bodies are in the snow and she's like these people came from Felucia. They came from hut space up 
on Felucia for a few days and then hit the town before they found us here. And so wherever we go, I have a feeling if anyone's looking for us, they'll be not far behind. But um, what are your guys' thoughts? I think Mia just sort of looks at Kiyama and goes, I trust you all. I, I don't know. My head hurts. Is there a place we could get more professional medical treatment nearby? Yeah, you could head back to the port city where you were before. Um, well, weren't there people probably looking for us there? Or is that who we just kind of killed? It seems like you did just kind of kill somebody. You could also try a different city. I am not a, I am not a huge fan of the mono-environment, single-city planet model that is, often, uh, that is often used in the base franchise. So you could find another city on this planet, potentially. Uh, can I try? And Kiyama will offer to try and see if she can help Mia. Hmm. I uh, had what... some rudim- um, She had some basic combat medic training, I'm sure. She, like, nothing that will give her any... She doesn't have any ranks in anything, but... <laughs> You're going to try it? Uh, VC20 has tried some medicine. You are free to try medicine as well. Are you okay. going to try and address her concussion? Yes. Okay. Luke taught me something about this once, and I didn't pay attention because I thought he was talking bullshit. So, all right. Um, okay. All right, you need to make use of the Bacta that VC20 has purchased, but basically you show... You you take an hour or so to show Mia how to, like, you, you lay her head in a big basin full of Bacta for a while. <laughs> Um, which clears up the problem. Um, you know, her skin's still pretty badly burned and she might want to rock an undercut for a little while, but it is going to remove that critical injury. Uh, it is going to use up one of the leaders of Bacta, however, VC20. Works for me. Okay. So with the discussion unpaused and Mia, your head cleared now that, uh, now that you have been assisted, um... Felucia has been suggested as a place to go. I would like to know what other people think. And like, fully honest, Kiyama doesn't really want to go, but she's like, I will have to go at some point. Oh. It doesn't have to be now. Oh, good. Uh, Eshka doesn't want to go to Felucia either. So let's not. Like, she'll have, like, Kiyama will, Kiyama wants to go at some point. She doesn't really want to go now, but she's like, if we need to do something else first, we can, but I will, she'll still want to go. At some point, or she'll need to go at some point. So we're doing that thing where we, um, excuse me, we start doing all of the other chores around the house to avoid doing the one, the, mm-hmm. the really big one. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, BC20, I don't think is quite picking up on that subtext, but he is also happy to not go to Felucia since okay. he wants to resolve the situation with his friends. Okay. So then the, the question arises, if you are not headed to Felucia, where are you headed to? Do we know why they're looking for you, Senator? Like, do we know why, you know, they, she kind of, Kiyama gestures to B-13. It's just like, you know, they were, they said the true empire was wanting you. Do you know, did you piss something, piss them off at one point? Or maybe that's why they're detained? Or, I mean, I feel like we should know maybe why before we, as we're trying to go help them. 
Uh, B13 furrows his brow. He says, he's an enemy leader deep in their territory. They want to they want to capture him for tactical reasons, but also they assume he's doing some kind of espionage mission. They assume it's some kind of attack. Oh, so, okay. So just happened circumstance. Okay. No attack was planned, but I may have just committed a war crime. <laughs> um, I think that guy was an enemy combatant senator. You killed him in battle. If it weren't war, it'd be a crime. But since it's war, it wasn't a war crime. If that makes sense. He realizes relatively quickly that he's not doing a great job of reassuring the obviously pacifistic senator and shuts up. <laughs> okay, well, that would explain why the true empire wants you. Um, do they have any holdings on Bespin? Um, Bespin is nominally part of the Republic. Okay, then that should be fairly safe for us to go to, at least. And then we can try and get more supplies before we go to Felucia. Or are we... Yeah. We'll be coming back through here, so... I support this plan. Eshka. Yeah? Can you make me a perception test, please? Sure. Okay. Three successes. Um, So let me put together three clues for you. You've already run afoul of an Imperial blockade once before, and it took you four days to repair your ship afterwards. You're going to have to pass through... Imperial Remnant space again to get out of here, and then again to get back here. And three, you don't know what systems are blockaded. I will point this out. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to do all these repairs again every time, especially if it means we get stranded somewhere for like four days and someone hunts us down again. Speaking of hunting us down again, <laughs> Kiyama looks at Eshka. <laughs> um, what did you do? Nothing. That was not nothing. Oh, really? You think that certain people wouldn't put bounties on certain people just because they have grudges? It's what did you do to What did you do to piss off a hut? Nothing worth talking about. What doesn't piss off a hut? Let's be honest. There's some things that piss off a hut more than other things though, and if you've got people coming after you for bounty you're on the same level as my dad right now and he really pissed off the huts i would like to have some context for why you were hunted so that we could help defend you against future attacks also know how much they're gonna pay someone to actually have you killed so we know how diligent we need to be because if it's like you know eh, 500 you know under 10,000 credits i think we can handle this but if they're going for the big bucks what did what the hell did you do Oh my god, nothing that bad. Come to space, Jesus, Ashka. <laughs> I, so I used to be a mechanic for hut pod racing because it's a gig, but it was gross and I hated it. So I got sick of it and I sabotaged Shingo's pod one time and he's real mad about it. And so... You know, he's mad, um, but he's also an asshole, so, you know, Kiyama, at, at the mention that Eshka sabotaged Ahut's pod, she laughs and kind of like pats Eshka on the back, and she's like, never let me underestimate you. <laughs> uh, well, is, are these the first people they've sent after you? No, not even a little bit. No. How many? Wildly out of proportion. 
Also, the bounty might be more than 10,000. <sighs> yeah, I was guessing that. He's a real mad. Oh, might have... you sabotaged the pod? Well, I messed with the engine so it would stall at the start line. Struggling to understand why he would put such a heavy bounty on your head It for this. It didn't go well, you know? It, it didn't go well. And he's real mad about it. <laughs> I mean, in touch a, hot, a hut's pod, it's like touching, you know, their... Yeah. So, uh, well, are they always this armed when they come after you? Are they, Brian? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. I think, I mean, that was really close. So, but now at least to know that if anyone shows up on our doorstep randomly in an untraceable, hard to find area that it's, you know, should be a little, a little more careful. That's, yeah, I would, that's good to know. I would recommend operating on a base level of constant distrust. That's what's gotten me this far. Yeah, Eshka, Eshka, you know that cost of doing business is hut bounty hunter speak for bribe. Ah. They bribed somebody with those credits off that cred stick. Gotcha. Ooh. I can't even go to a jizz tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> See, that's what was great about chorus choral sconce. You that can also, just by the way, was the title of the episode. I can't even go to a jizz tiki bar. Uh but that was that's what's that was what was so great about chorus sconce. You could just disappear there. Nobody knows who anybody is or where anything is or where anyone is. Because there's just too many people. It was great. It was great. So I ask again. What comes next? It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough road with what Eshka's realized to leave this section of the galaxy. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, there's no way around it. It's also gonna be a tough road to go to Felucia because apparently there's three different fleets orbiting around it. Last you heard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and the one way forward that doesn't go back through the blockaded area and doesn't go in Felucia's area. Leads you into hut space. Sounds like you set us up pretty damn good, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what it sounds like. So, oh, is 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 that what I did? Did I do? Oh that? no! Oh dear! Well, oh, no. What, did I, no. what did I do? How did you that really happen? have some bad choices. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah, um, so that doesn't sound like me at all, Senator. What if we send a message to? both Bespin and Coruscant, and she looks at Mia. You have family there, and you have parent. You mentioned an uncle on Bespin. He's not actually my uncle, but yeah, I, yeah, Uncle Lando is on Bespin. I say, I think we should need to send them both messages to see if we can get Arful and Buka no longer detained, or at least find out why, and either to do that on our way to Bespin, or if we're going to do a quick pit stop in Felucia to figure out what the hell this person in my dream needs from me at this very moment. And she looks at B-13 and says, and if you know, Luke's there, he can you can join him if you want. Yeah, I might. I mean, you've been good to me, and I'll always appreciate that, but he's a teacher, right? That's his whole thing. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not one. Not not one of the good ones, anyways. Hey, you're a hell of a good person to have in a fight. I'll give you that. Yeah. Also, I'd recommend don't use that lightsaber. Actually, give that back to me. Uh, okay. He hands the lightsaber back over. If we're going to Felucia, you probably shouldn't meet Luke holding that. Okay. What's wrong? But what's wrong with this lightsaber? Oh, it's and um, it's a dark side user's lightsaber. Don't want him to make the wrong connection. Got it. Okay. Very cool. Well, I don't really. Not, not great, but you know, you know what I mean. You, you, me. Any like kind of waves his <laughs> fingers back and forth in between his eyes and yours. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what is the decision? Is it Felucia? Is it Bespin? Is it Coruscant? Is it risking the hut cartel? I think Mia's going to push for uh, Felucia. Okay. And then you and VC20 are both sending messages to both Coruscant and Bespin? Yeah. VC20 has already sent a message to Bespin. Um, so I would like both of you to tell me what you are going to say for Coruscant, and then Mia, you can tell me what you want to say for Bespin as well. Mia's going to, um, she's going to sort of keep it formal. Okay. Um, she's going to say the Senator and I have been blown off track, um, but we might have a trail to find Uncle Luke. We are pursuing that option at present. Uh, currently a little worse for wear, but okay. Uh, no need to send backup. Okay. And who are you sending that to on Coruscant? I think she's sending it to her mother. Okay. Yes. Um, and then to Uncle Lando on Bespin, she's going to be much more uh, candid. And she's just going to say, it's a bit of a mess. Uh, I don't actually think that's how she starts it, I think, but I think that's sort of her tone of voice. Um, she's sort of going to say, we are very off track. Uh, but we do intend at some point to make it to Bespin, but we're going to try and find Uncle Luke soon. If you see Dad, let him know we're okay. Okay. And then she's going to pause and she's going to say, let him know I'm okay. Okay. Aww. I like that a lot. A uh, VC20, um, what are you saying to, I assume you have some sort of administrative assistant on Coruscant. Maybe also yeah. a Wookiee. Yeah, the uh, the content of my message is pretty similar, um, since finding Luke Skywalker is also of interest to the Republic. Mm -hmm. um, although I do not call him uncle. Yeah. That would be weird. Um, and I explicitly mentioned the situation with my comrades being detained on Bespin for unclear reasons, and uh, whether um, the administration on Coruscant is aware of this. Okay. Um, you send this to your administrative assistant, uh, whose name is Weshkul, because that is a very fun Wookiee name that I found. Uh, so within a, within a day or so, Weshkul and, uh, Chancellor, Chancellor Leia will both receive your messages. And then a little bit after that, uh, Lando should get your message, Mia, um, as well as VC20's message will arrive a little bit earlier than that. Now I will need a piloting space and an astrogation. Am I am I back to being the the yeah, pilot this is, here? This is your whole jam, this is baby. All me. This is my mm -hmm. whole jam, along with my two levels of whatever the thingy was. Um, sure. It was the 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 thingy in my place thing. Hang on. 
Where, where is it? I put it in my... I feel very safe. No. <laughs> it's skilled jockey. So I get to do really good piloting checks now. Yes, you do. So I have yeah, two girl. levels of that. So you said astrogation? Astrogation first, yeah, to plot your hyperspace course. Okay. Uh, Palpy ship is going to interject <laughs> as you sit down in the cockpit. Um, that I shouldn't plan anything ever. <laughs> no, inter uh, so interestingly, when um, is it, the hologram that he projects appears, it looks like you, Mia, instead of like oh, shit. Palpatine or Ashka, and says, Organic number two, I have assumed this form for maximum organic comfort. I think Mia's going to pause and just like stare at herself for a moment and go, that was considerate of you. And I think like internally, she's like, I am more freaked out. I don't need to see what I look like ever. <laughs> I'm attempting symbiosis. Would you like me to navigate us? Uh, yeah, that's probably a good plan. So Palpy Ship is going to do the navigation. It is done. Great. Um, and now we're doing planetary piloting, right? Yep. Okay, and I have two black, black dice removed. Yes, you do. Cool. Hitting roll. Oh, baby. All right. Uh, so I love it when I have forced things to be stronger. Anyway. So that is a triumph in addition to three successes. Yeah. Uh, so for the, for the first the time ever... the Mia has literally ever had. <laughs> yeah. For the first time ever, uh, it is a smooth ride. Now that uh, it's possible that Eshka has tuned Palpy Ship up somewhat, um, but also Lumia is just at the top of her game piloting-wise. Doing great. So the journey is going to be relatively quick. Uh, you're no longer in a hyperlane, which slows you down somewhat, but Felucia is, as we've mentioned before, uh, very close. So you're going to have two days in which to do whatever it is you're going to do. Um, while you were on Palpy Ship as you make your way to that system. I'm going to try and remember who my boyfriend is. Okay. <laughs> a face or a name or something. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, like, she's just very aware of, like, I'm just going on this hunch of someone that I knew once and was close to is asking me to come here. And I'm going, and fuck, they better be here, and I better recognize them. <laughs> yeah, they better be, and you'd better. Uh, okay, then in that case... I'm very aware this might not be successful, and I'm totally okay with it. She, yeah. That's just what she would do during these two days. Well, the question I have is, is it going to occur to her to talk to Mia about it? I mentioned yeah. the dream that I had, so I don't know if, you know... Yeah, so is anybody d going to follow up with this Kiyama dream? Seeing as how outside of VC20, the other, I mean, everybody who is an organic also had a poignant dream. Um, VC20 just was interrupted in his quahotic quest to be a robot that can understand sleep. Um, I think that Mia isn't because hers wasn't really, she doesn't see the relevance of her dream to other people. It was like, it's, it's, it's definitely like buoying her up. Um, and like making her feel better about a lot of things because uh, someone who is related to her cares where she is um, and is trying to find her, presumably. Right. But, you know, apart from saying like someone's trying to find me, which like, cool, half the galaxy is apparently trying to find them all. 
Yeah. Like she's, she doesn't really have anything tangible to share, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have any particular reason to connect your dream to Volusia under any circumstances. Um, so there's, I mean, there's no reason that you would particularly see a connection. Eshka does not want to talk about her dream or even <laughs> acknowledge that she had one. Uh, she is going to her good old tactic of repress, repress, repress. Someday. Okay. So as far as anyone knows, Kiyama is alone in her poignant dream department. Um, yep. Kiyama, then in that case... I would like you to make me a vigilance, please. Okay. Uh, actually, wait one second. Okay, right. we're good to go. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no. Uh, you, as, as you seek to remember, you find yourself muddling up the facts. Like, did this person have long hair um, or short hair? Do they have hair? You not you suddenly find yourself unsure. Um, and then, you know, as, as you realize, like, you know, your memory of this dream is starting to get muddled up. You find your frustration and anger with that fact uh, interfering. And suddenly, you know, like m- even more bits of a dream start to slip away. Were they taller than you? Shorter? You can't. You, you find yourself struggling more and more to remember the pertinent details that would help. Okay. I'll... All she knows then is that she recognized them in the force before, and that's what she'll have to go on again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, the other thing she would do is, and this might be on the wrong ship, um, when she crash landed on Coruscant, she had a she had coordinates in her ship, but Arful and Buka were the ones who pulled out her nav computer from her crashed ship site. They didn't. That didn't make it onto Palpy's ship. I'm guessing. No, it did not. Great. Okay, cool. Which is going to make the next stage harder. <laughs> Guys, our month-long roundabout around the galaxy <laughs> made this harder. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> it's, the, it's the opposite of an RPG. You guys have spent all of this time running around doing side quests, and you have, in fact, lost a plot item, oh. um, which is unfortunate. <laughs> You get to the, in Skyrim terms, you've just gotten to the dragon door and uh, you find that you've removed the claw from your inventory. That's a deep cut. Nobody cares. Um, (laughs) You leave hyperspace. There is a sound that reverberates through the ship. You are in the Felucia system. Ahead of you, suspended in your view screen, like a giant emerald, is a lush jungle covered planet surrounding it like motes of black dust or flies are ships of all shape and size uh, all descriptions the three fleets of the hut cartels the trade federation and the true empire uh, as soon as you enter into real space mia your control panel crackles to life uh, you're overwhelmed with hails. Uh, pretty much everybody is now trying to reach you. You've just entered very conspicuously, and no one recognizes you. Cool. Um, are there any frequencies that might ping Kiyama's memory? Um, the rest of you, because I'm, um, I, I right now I'm really enjoying picturing 
Mia sitting and piloting, and the other three of you like crowded around her in the cockpit. Um, the rest yep. of you can try and sort through those messages quickly. Um, I'll take a computer test from whoever feels qualified to help manage the comms for the moment. That would probably be Eshka. Yes, I can do this. There it goes. Oh, no. <laughs> Eshka, there's just too much. You can't make heads or tails of... They're, they're coming in uh, very quickly. Um, the one thing you do get is that they are mad. <laughs> um, people are going to start shooting soon. Is there any... Are they only from the huts, the True Empire, and the Trade Federation? What is that? Not enough enemies for you? No, I'm just making sure there's no other, like... the. There's nothing from Luke that's coming through. With three failures? No. Okay. All right. Too much calm chatter, as they say. Kiyama just tells me to see if, like, can you get us onto the planet fast without getting hit? I can try. So is that another uh, piloting? Yes. I'm assuming planetary. Wait, space. God, I always mess them up. Yep. So how 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 many ranks of jockey do you have? I have two ranks of jockey. Okay, that's going to completely get rid of these. All right, go ahead. That is, there's a reason why I wanted it that <laughs> you way. You go, girl. Look at you. Holy um, shit. Guys, I'm a really good pilot, I swear. I just... <laughs> I, just I guess... I'm a really good pilot. You just needed a head injury to unlock that talent. Well, really what it was was I needed, I needed to remember that I had one level of space jockey, and then I added a second level last time so last time the last few times that i was flying i was actually nerfing myself because like when i created my character i already buffed up her piloting and then oh I my gosh so you know but okay. I, I like the head injury theory though i do like the head injury theory it works very well narratively we'll go with it like you're some sort of concussed savant yes so with two successes and a triumph uh you surge suddenly towards the planet Ignoring the calm chatter, as you race towards the atmosphere, fire from all sides breaks out. Uh, There are ships swooping in towards you. There are laser blasts from capital ships erupting that you weave around skillfully and deftly. You even notice um, barely for an instant that there is some sort of minefield that has been laid out. You don't know by whom, uh, but you are... You are halfway to the planet uh, before any ships catch up. You are now going to be in a dogfight, essentially, with um, numerous other ships. Um, You can continue heading towards the planet. Um, You can engage them also. Similar to Eshka's sort of skill challenge setup, basically how it's going to work is whenever you make a piloting check, you can allocate a certain number of successes to getting closer to the planet. After you've accrued enough, um, you'll be able to get into atmosphere, make a piloting planetary, and set yourself down somewhere. Does that, does that all make sense? Yes. Perfect. You can also instead use those successes to dodge and dodge incoming. So take less damage on Palpy Ship, dodge incoming fire, which whichever you prefer. Kiyama, can you make me a vigilance test, please? Indeed I can. Vigilance. Okay. You can sense where that voice that's been calling you for the last week or so is on the planet. You you have a location that you can you can feel in the force 
where they are. Okay. And I will like kind of like having the spotter in a uh, rally racing where it's like turn here, turn here, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I'm going to do that for Mia directing her as we get closer to the planet of where to go. Like a co-pilot basically. Yes. Okay. But for directions. But for directions. Um, so Mia, please give me another piloting role. Uh, another planetary again? Or uh, spa- space space still. You're still trying to make it to planet atmosphere. Okay, with oh, a failure. No. no. All right, so uh, ships are uh, closing in on you now. Um, they are going to get close enough to fire. Um, with that failure, it, their jobs are going to be a little bit easier. Basically, we're going to give each faction a shot at you. But they all suck. Yeah, they all rolled failures as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, laser fire is blasting all around you. You can see ships getting closer. They're also shooting at each other, um, which is, you know, the, now that you guys are the fourth party in this crazy three-way standoff, you've massively disrupted the balance of power. Things are starting to implode around you. The sort of standoff has turned from everybody pointing guns at each other to everybody shooting guns at each other. Now that someone is making a break for the planet. Ah, as we do. Yeah. Uh, Mia, another piloting, please. Okay. <gasps> You're an there amazing pilot. I'm really good. Uh, <laughs> really, right. very good. With a triumph and two successes, you are almost there. You are you. You have to cut laterally at the last moment to, in order to evade some fire. Um, but you are in a good position to get there very, very soon. Uh, they, Unless they can somehow cut around you and cut you off, you should be able to make it. Um, however, they are going to get shots off at you. Triumph and then two successes to shoot at you. Okay, they have also closed in on you, though, as you your, your speed, your absolute speed, has lowered as you've gotten close to the planet. You start taking fire. Palpy ship rattles. Uh, sparks fly from wiring in the walls. There, there is the smell of uh, burning plastic and dust. There is a fire that has broken out somewhere. Is anybody going to do anything about the burning in the ship? Mia's flying, so she is not. Someone yes. else has to um, do that. Is there I'm an onboard the, fire extinguisher? Yes. I'm probably the least flammable person on the ship. <laughs> so it might make sense for me to do this. Okay. I feel like Eshka probably knows where the fire extinguisher is by this point. So I don't know. I'm, I'm imagining like VC20 is like, you know, going like he's going to put it out and he's closer. And Eshka like grabs the fire extinguisher and tosses it to him. And they're cool. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> Eshka, give me a mechanics roll then. Uh, I'm going to give you oh. a bonus for VC20's inflammability or lack of flammability. That's a dumb, war- one of those dumb words. Oh. Holy shit. Okay, five successes. Uh, so, so you toss the fire extinguisher to VC20 and you turn around and you jam a sparking wire back into place into the wall. VC20, you blast the fire. The hallway is still choked with smoke, but there's no more immediate danger. Mia. I need another pilot. Another pilot? I thought I was doing great. Nope. With two um, failures, we do need another pilot. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Guess I'll die dot meme. Okay. Darn the, it. The ship is getting blasted. There are more and more lasers shots that are hitting. The Palpy ship 
takes one shot and calmly announces uh, through the hollow pedestal in the meditation chamber, which you're very close to, Eshka, a hologram, a life-sized hologram of you suddenly appears in the room next to you and it says, Organic number one, I have lost engine control. I would like to kill. Do they have finger guns in a galaxy far, far away? I don't see why not. Eshka does finger guns at Palpy Ship and says, go for it, friend. Okay. Mia, a holographic image of you appears next to you on the console and says, Organic number two. Please allow me to kill. Yeah, go for it, man. In the hallway, Senator, you see once more the hollow pedestal flickers to life. This time it is a life-size image of you, and it says, Senator, a majority consensus has been reached. I am going to kill. Uh, Palpy Ship's attitude control is immediately jerked away from you, Mia. It spins on an axis, and it is going to fire. Faster, Palpy Ship, kill, kill. Uh, Palpy Ship blows one of the ships out of the air and continues spinning. Um, Mia, you realize that maybe not all of the engines are working entirely correctly. Again, Alpi ship is taking five different shots. Um, your talented jockey is still doing heavy lifting because it's removing that particular danger. Um, but if but one or two more shots and even you are going to start facing obstacle dice, please give me another pin. Please give me another pilot check. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Baby, hey. So with six successes, you you wrestle control back from Palpy ship and drag the ship down into the atmosphere. Four ships are behind you still. Um, you can't. I mean, I can't imagine that you're spending a whole bunch of time identifying them, but they are following you down into the atmosphere. Um, dimly from behind you, uh, anyone who is using a viewport can see that there the sky is alight with the capital ships doing battle. You guys have really lit the fuse on this powder keg. I am going to need, uh, last but not least, a piloting planetary, please. Yes. That was okay. anticlimactic, but so also is- uh, quite engaging. It is completely even. Completely, um, perfectly neutral. Which is a failure. Darn it. So, uh, you drag... Is it actually, pal- or are you just you just claiming that it is because you don't think I'll check the rules? You need to you need to get a success in order for the roll to be successful. Fine. I'm I'm sorry to report, but that's 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 the nature of success. Listen. Also, it's not my fault that you're five rolls deep and have left all three light side points in the pool. That's true. <laughs> I do forget about those light side points, don't I? You do this be forgetting Mia those light side points. Have the force. It's because she forgets about it. She forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she forgot to to I have the I force. I had the force, guys. I forgot. I'm sorry. So. Palpy <laughs> oh. ship is glowing red hot with atmospheric friction as you plunge down, carving a fiery line through the jungle canopy. You shatter aside branch and limb and trunk in a few cases, and Palpy Ship comes onto the console and says, Organic number two, I have taken critical damage. And the lights inside the cockpit fail. The 
ship is losing attitude control entirely. Oh no. Oh dear. I think Mia's just gonna yell, Ashka! And as you yell that, there is a tremendous roar and a crash, a clap like thunder, and that's where we're gonna end for tonight. Oh, I just fixed this ship. I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, literally, I just fixed this ship. You did. Sorry. Oh, man. Mia is incapable of not driving it like she stole it. <laughs> Listen, to, I to did be a fair, really good job, all things considered. To be fair, we've been in some level of distress every single time we've traveled in this yeah. ship. We've had, so. no, we've had no leisurely, like, 60-mile-an-hour drives. We've had none of those. Listen, I, I think the lesson from this is uh, just to periodically text Celia throughout the game, light side points. Light side <laughs> points. Light side points. Yeah, just like a recurring reminder. Like, hey, if you... Just a, just a, cli- a clippy-esque pop-up. Like, hey, it looks like you're making a tough roll there. Do you want to use a light side point? <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm also, like, deeply amused because it, like, is so on brand for me to have forgotten about it. Not least because I forgot that I had buffed piloting to begin with for eight episodes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway, I have thought of a better mechanism for remembering my level ups in the future, but I should have probably remembered them sooner. <laughs> yeah, then maybe the ship wouldn't have crashed. Can maybe. you let can you let us know or tell us if Kiyama was able to direct us in the direction we need to be? Yeah, that, that that whole time you guys were headed towards where you were you were pushing towards. Okay. Um so you are with a failed pilot planetary, you guys are somewhere in the vicinity. <clears throat> okay, we'll figure out what that means later. Yeah. All right. As always, we've been glad to have you. If you enjoyed it, tell some friends. We're on Twitter at Space Battles Pod, and you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms where podcasts are found. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. I assumed that you guys would go, whoa, wait, what's going on in Felucia? Let's figure that out. And then fucking go there. And then fucking go there. And, in, and instead, you said, oh my god, no, I can't go to Felucia. That's where Luke Skywalker is. And I hate and fear him. Which, exactly. Like, that's a sensible human reaction, but also, I guess... I don't know. Um, I guess I just assumed that curiosity and the need to drive the fucking plot would take over. We got there in the end. But we might have talked to some rocks, so it's all good. But instead you talked to some rocks. (laughs) Oh, the brokenness there. Oh.